Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the No Podcast with me, Nikki Spo. What is up, light beams and truth speakers? You are listening to the No, and I am your hostess, Nikki Spo. Listen up. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and we are going to talk about all the things because, well, that's what we do here. We talk about the hard things and the beautiful things and all of the things in between. Uh, before we get started, here is your weekly reminder to subscribe to The Know on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your pods, if you haven't done so already. If this episode or any of my episodes hit for you, share them with your friends. And if you are feeling called to leave me a five-star rating and a review, that would mean the world to me. It is not a mistake that this podcast has climbed into the top 2% of podcasts globally. It's because of you guys, all of the listeners who tune in week in and week out. Not going to lie. I feel like we're fam, like for real, for real. Thanks for being on this journey with me. And that said, let's talk mental health. Okay, guys. So I've been pretty open about this. I have struggled with my emotional health for as long as I can remember. Sometimes I get really hung up on why I am or was the way I am or was like, is this something in my brain? Is this the way I think? Is it because of the things that happened to me when I was in the womb, when I was a baby, a small child? Is this my fault? I remember when I was small, I was very aware that I had very large feelings, feelings that were like maybe bigger than other people's feelings. I remember feeling frequently misunderstood and like my feelings were being downplayed by a lot of the adults in my life. Now, this is not an indictment on the adults in my life. I think everyone was doing their best with the information that they had. And I now recognize that once we know better, we do better. Well, most of us anyway. But the point is, I knew that I felt big, 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 right? Like the feelings were big, big, big. There was a lot of stuff that went down when I was little. And as an only child, I didn't have a partner to share these experiences with and, you know, a lot of psychologists will say that we must communicate with our children about the hard things because children are smart and they think on their own. And if we don't help them understand the things that are happening in their lives, they will fill in the blanks with whatever they fill in the blanks with. So I filled in the blanks of my life. And I remember feeling very alone, especially like on the nights that my dad was at the fire station, but also, you know, like when he was home and we weren't talking about the things that happened when he was gone. So there was that, there was the home life, you know, and then there was the bullying. And I had, for those of you who don't know, I feel like I'm also very open about this too, but like sometimes, you know, you don't, you don't catch the moment in which I was open about it. So I had very large ears that stuck out really far and kids as you know, can be cruel. And I got made fun of a lot. I don't know if anybody remembers, like if you grew up at least in, in Miami in the 90s and early 2000s, there was a slam book. It was like a book that basically had everybody in school's like name on a page. It was a composition book with every kid's name on the page. And this anonymous book would just like float around the school and you'd you'd get the book and you'd like 
flip like crazy to like find your name and then you'd see all the things all the usually horrible things that like people would write about you and um yeah my ears were like a big thing <laughs> like literally <laughs> they were literally big and they were also figuratively like a big issue in my life and um I cried a lot and I think my parents did their best to help me through it and eventually when I was 12 I had my ears pulled back and I remember feeling very happy like very relieved um and I thought that maybe now like okay the kids will be nice to me and maybe they'll like me now that I look different um I always escaped through dance cheerleading and gymnastics and I wanted to be the best right so before I started Top Gun which is a globally recognized competitive cheer and dance program I didn't feel very stimulated and I did not have an outlet for all of those like large feelings, right? That weren't just about my ears, but like my home life and all the of the other things, right? And who knows, like maybe a natural and chemical imbalance. I'm really not sure till this day, but I didn't have an outlet for all those like enormous feelings. And I started to self-harm around seventh grade and I never wanted to die, but I did want to physically feel something that was equivalent to the rage and pain that I felt inside. And I wanted someone to care that I was hurting. And a note on my rage and pain, like today, I know that my rage and pain was so valid back then. Like I was pissed off about really legitimate, piss-offable offenses. Um, I, I make light of it, but it was, those were some, some pretty serious things went down and like I had every right to be upset and be pissed off and be enraged. But I think that the message that a lot of children receive when they act out is to fall into line or there will be consequences. And a lot of the times, we adults, I think we do this just because it is the unspoken way to do this, to, to parent, which it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I think our children acting out triggers us and our own inner wounded child more than we are often ready to admit. So there I went. I would burn myself. I would take my tweezers, I would hold a lighter to them, I would make the metal hot and press it to my skin. Tiny, tiny little burns, like nothing major, really, like tiny, tiny. And I wore long sleeves and I was told by the adults in my life that I was self-harming just for attention. And let me tell you something, boy, were they right. That is exactly what I was doing. Today, I know that that's exactly what was happening. I was self-harming for attention. I desperately wanted their attention. And it's not that they were withholding attention from me or intentionally withholding attention from me, um, but I wanted their care and their help, not just like their attention. I, I needed help with like the big feelings that I was having, which were constantly being like downplayed or regulated. I wanted to be heard and I wanted to believe, be believed. And instead, the lock on my bedroom door was removed, which to be fair, might have been a very good call, but it didn't really fix my insides. So self-harming did not last long for me for two main reasons. Number one, although I can tolerate a great amount of physical pain, I don't happen to like it very much. I'm a pretty tough bitch, but I don't really like being in pain and I really don't like doing things that I don't like to do. So that was, that was one. Number two, um, my attention-seeking behavior was not having the desired effect. My manipulation to get attention was not working. I was not being helped. I was trying to manipulate a way into like getting help, but it, it wasn't working. And so in my mind, it became pointless. Um, I learned quickly that I would do much better to find a way to convince my parents to put me on the best cheerleading program in the country and become one of the best athletes on the team somehow. And so, you know, in, in the world of psychology, we can open this whole other 
door of talking about like how we learn to people please early on in our lives. And I don't know that that was necessarily what I was doing, but I, I realized that I would get more attention um, in good ways rather than like self-harming and bad ways. And even though somehow I managed to to get into trouble and things like that when I was young as a, a lot of teenagers, you know, go through an experimental phase. But that's what I did. I, I became cheer and dance and gymnastics obsessed and I had a lot of fun and I felt my feelings. I put it all on the stage. I escaped into a world of magic and dance and art and fashion. It really, it saved me and I got a lot of attention, a lot of attention. Um, I got really good and I got a lot of attention um, from a lot of different people. Uh, most of it was appropriate attention and then there was some inappropriate attention. And one day if I ever write a book, like I'll talk about it, but that's not today. <laughs> Sorry. But I never really got the attention that I needed on the inside. That's the whole point here, right? Like I got the external attention that I like craved in a way, in a fake way, right? But I really needed like attention for the things that were going on inside in my, in my heart, in my emotions, in my mind. And finally, I honestly can't even remember when I was eventually taken to a therapist and my parents dabbled in offering me different medications. And I, I truly cannot tell you if it even worked. Like maybe it like made me less vocal maybe slower to react, but I don't really ever recall a time in which those feelings went away. I don't think that the feelings ever left. And so I carried a lot of this energy and attention seeking into my adult life. All right. Um, I learned how to make my life work, how to provide for myself, how to do a good job at my jobs. And I have always been very passionate and I've loved life a lot and I've always wanted to have a lot of fun. But yeah, I feel really deeply and that's all of the emotions, not just the pretty nice ones. And yeah, I've been depressed in my life. And yes, I've had anxiety in my life. And I've coped in a lot of healthy ways. And I've coped in a lot of unhealthy ways. And for me, my sobriety was like the great awakening in, in my life. It was, the, it was the medicine that I needed for my insides. I was always on a spiritual path and seeking the truth and the light within me and the one that comes from the God of my understanding, but it, I really got to experience that. And At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Embrace it during my sobriety, which, by the way, helped most of my relationships, but not all. Okay, because... Broken systems, when you're in a broken system, right? Right, And we think about how we grew up and maybe we grew up in a broken system. Broken systems need all of the broken parts to operate in their predictable broken ways in order to quote unquote work, even though that is not working, right? So one person healing in a broken system, that's great for that one person, but it doesn't heal the whole system. That's why so many families will frequently participate actively in an addict's recovery. It's the same way we need everyone in our country to wake the fuck up to the realities of racism and sexism and homophobia and bigotry and climate change and so on and so forth. Because if not, the minority will always just be the angry ex-person. We need whole entire systems to heal. So 
I want to close with what I feel like my part is on this journey. I feel like I am doing my part in sharing my experiences, strength, hope, and healing so that we can do this together in some capacity. As a parent, a lover, a daughter, a friend, a soul sister, I want us all to pay attention to the people we love. I want to remind us all that attention-seeking behavior is exactly what it sounds like. Attention-seeking behavior in like all capital letters bold, okay? From a person who desires or needs attention. I want to encourage all of us, myself, to step up. Don't ignore the calls, but instead answer them. You never know what a person may be going through, and you can be the reason that somebody smiles today. You can give people hope through your kindness and through your encouragement, and sometimes even through your own vulnerability. Now, as a parent, my goal is to pay attention to all of the things, not not like to baby or pander or feed into harmful behaviors, but to really pay attention to the emotional needs of my children and when I don't have the answers to get help because sometimes I need help with how to help. And that's okay because we come back to this idea that we are when we know better, we do better. And today we are knowing better, we're doing better. And that's what the know is all about, right? It's coming home to ourselves. It's that deep inner knowing. It's the good, good, good shit. So today and every day, but especially this month in May, remember to take your mental health seriously and that of the people you love. There's no shame in this game. I'm not ashamed of my journey. I am who I am because of all of my experiences. I'm not proud of all my choices, but I am glad that I get to wake up every morning and try my best at life, even when life isn't at its best. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy you're here too. That's all Light Beams. I love you guys. Over and out. Thank you so much for listening to The Know. If you loved this episode, go ahead and share it with a friend. Words are so powerful and someone may need to hear what we covered today. And if you really loved this episode, please take a moment to rate the show and leave a review. Your comments are so important and valued and they give other listeners insight on what to expect on The Know. You can connect with me personally via Instagram at Nikki Sap Spo and The Know with Nikki Spo. My hope for you today is that you are fearless in looking inward so that you can be your highest, most authentic self and go after the life of your dreams. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.